WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is... That's simple. You can also follow the channel, subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me as always is the ever faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman Sorokin. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the pain. The, 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 I, did, did you, did, I just watched the video. It, it's... You tweet us at WildTalkRadio, I'm Rock Radio Show, I Lindsay, we'll come to WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or twitch.tv slash WG Live to interact with us live here tonight, because we have things to talk about, we get to go to war games. Man, it was fitting that Hunter posted something, and we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about more about that later. But yeah, I, apparently a character was written off of Impact Wrestling tonight. And, uh, why, is it, why is it in a prison? I have no... I don't know the backstory. I just, I just know that the character was written off a of television because with a shank. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. The character was just lost its sanity, and uh, you, you know, may find it again. And uh, you know, um, here we are. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. In good quality production work. Impact. Good quality production work. It's, it's the best descriptor. I has for this situation. Good production work. It's know. not even sharp. <laughs> like when they do the close up on it, I'm watching it right now. When you, they do the close up on it, oh no, it's, it's not really, even sharp. No, of course not. Why would it be? You're really going to show a really sharp blade on on national television? I mean, at least they didn't like. It's not cheesy. It's very realistic. I mean the 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 bloody the blood. Yeah. Why wait? Why is it all over his face? Because when you. St- things squirt. 
But the one time wouldn't be enough to kill him based on where he stabbed him. You don't know. You don't see the actual stabbing. But you know where he's slaying on him based on the proximity on the previous shots. He stabbed him in the stomach or the diaphragm. I, 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 I mean, you can kill somebody by stabbing them in the stomach, but it takes like you know, hour, like an hour or something like that to, for them to die because basically their stomach acid like leaks out. Okay, we ain't no getting off the full, you know, descriptive here. But here we are. Here we are. I'm just pointing things out. I understand. This is the same company that ran Mickey James over with a damn train. Okay, to be fair, it's not the same company. It is. It's, it is, but it's not. Those people don't exist there anymore, I don't think. Brent would know, but Brent's not here, so I don't, I don't know. Couldn't Brent! Tell you. I couldn't tell you. Um, but let's get into the news. Presented also by MBG Film, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. Thanks again, again. Congratulations to Impact Wrestling for for uh, signing a deal with The Zone, D-A-Z-N, Anthem Sports Entertainment Global Media Pro platform company and the zone a leading global sports entertainment platform announced this week an international partnership with the liver anthems impact wrestling to more than 170 countries worldwide beginning november 29th so yay yay so going on from there let's talk about wwe because there's kind of a big story swirling nobody's really sure what's going on with it nobody really knows what you know basically the information and what we do know is that Randy Orton had to undergo back fusion surgery. This is a major surgery. We know he's been out for a while. He's had a lot of back problems. He's had a lot of shoulder problems. He's taken a lot of abuse on his body. And at this point, nobody's really sure if Randy Orton's going to actually come back. He's being told to stay completely away from the ring for a specific amount of time while his back heals. Yeah. And then they're going to kind of take it from there. But there are a lot of rumors swirling that from a re- wrestling standpoint, Randy Orton may be done. He may be done, but then his father came out and apparently said that he could be back in the ring any t- faster than you think. So, I don't know who to believe, you know? Well, it's the question of how much longer does Randy want to go, which nobody knows, and what else does he want to do? Because from the standpoint of Randy Orton's career, he has nothing else to prove. He has done Literally everything. He has a certified Hall of Fame career already in the books. He doesn't have to worry about it. So from that standpoint, he's good. He's fine. He could retire tomorrow and he could look back on a wonderful career. Does he, Is that what he wants? I have no idea. I don't know him. I've never met him. He could come back. He could want to do more. The problem is, is what is the WWE landscape going to look like when he comes back? right? They can always find a place for Randy. They always will find a place for Randy, right? He's Randy. Yeah. So, but the question is, is will the landscape need him when he comes back? Or is it, could, because they already kind of had him on a limited schedule prior to this. Do you kind of do with Randy what you did with The Undertaker, where he kind of goes to once, twice a year where he wrestles? I don't think so. Because I don't think that's the, the performer Randy is. No, I would completely agree with that, but it's something that they cannot let him continue on on a full-time schedule. No, no, and he, he probably knows that. It'll probably be a very limited... I would assume it's what... He was already on the Sean schedule, so he'll probably stick on the Sean schedule, but less TV wrestling when he comes back. Because it's very it's, a, it's an interesting comparison be- between him and Sean. Sean was out for everyone, everyone else four years with the back injury. Well, Sean was not actually out four years with the back. It took Sean... Randy did the same thing Sean did. He rehabbed for a few months and never got the surgery. And then Sean would eventually get the surgery in in January of 99. And Sean was back wrestling within, I think, a year later. He wrestled a match. A little bit over a year. Yeah, but Sean had a lot of other problems. That's what what I'm going to get to. It It wasn't four and a half years of being out with the injury. He was away from WWE in terms of wrestling. He wrestled like one match for his his school, and it was apparently terrible. And he was not in a great you know position to do anything because of all the drug issues. The one thing Randy doesn't have is Sean's drug issues. So Randy could be back in six months. Who knows? It's hard to say. It's hard to know. Like personally, I would like to see Randy come back. I'd like to see him have maybe one more run. Get the proper send-off that he deserves, that he's earned, mm-hmm. and go from there. Um, but if this is it, this is it, and we all have to accept it. We've done it before. We did it with Edge, but Edge was able to come back. So 
Yeah, everyone seems to be able to come back at some point. But and I think Randy will get his send-off. He wanted to go for a few more years, but maybe it's a couple rather than a few. It's could just, be. It's just the way your body body is, you know. But they could have him as, like, a commentator. They could have him as an on-camera character. They could do a lot with Randy. Like, Randy has a lot of value to that company. Oh, yeah, he can be a trainer. It's just, it depends, again, what he wants to do. Yeah. Because if he wanted to go home and be a dad, go forth and conquer, sir. We are behind you. Mm-hmm. Um... Moving on from there, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows will be returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling in December, where Anderson will finally get to defend his never-open-weight title. The two will be part of the World Tag League event, which will take place on December 14th in the Sendai Sun Plaza Hall in Sendai, Japan. Yep, so that date will be cleared up. They came, See? They came to an agreement. They fixed it. Yep, WWE has nothing going on in December in terms of premium live events. So he's free to go and take a part in that endeavor. I'm sure he will lose the title, but yes, he's free to know. take part. You never know. You never know, but it's something that, like, because they're obviously letting Shinsuke go and wrestle. No, but, and I think no. in the current regime, they are more open to people working international and companies, it, especially very limited. And he could he could lose the belt there, or he could lose it next month, or in, yeah, next month because we're already in December. Yeah, at, at the Tokyo Dome, he could lose it that around then too, because you don't want everything to be predictable. Where he's just going, dropping the belt, so you know you can magically, oh my god, he retained? What? No way. So we'll see. I assume he drops the belt, but I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps it for at least one more month. Mm. We'll see. People.com is reporting that cheerleader and Netflix star Gabby Butler has signed a deal with WWE. That appears to be true, as I believe she was at Survivor Series. She was, in fact, at Survivor Series, yeah. So congratulations to her. WWE producer Jamie Noble wrote that he will be having possibly his last WWE match next month at a non-televised live event in front of his family in Charleston, West Virginia. The event will take place on December 11th, and this will be his first match since June 8th, 2015, when he participated in a two-on-one handicap match, teaming with Joey Mercury to take on Seth Rollins during an episode of Monday Night Raw. His last singles match was 2013 before that. Wow. Yeah. So, Jamie Noble's going get to get to go out in front of his people, wrestle one more time. I mean, you know, get the proper send-off. It's a half show, but still, cool for Jamie. Very cool. So, I hope it goes well for him. Yeah. WWE's The Miz and Brie Bella will be part of a two, or will be two of an all-star lineup who will be participating in the newest NBC game show, The Wheel. The Wheel? They're stealing, the, our, they're stealing our gimmick, The Wheel? The Wheel, but it's not The Wheel of Fun. Oh, uh, okay. A game show imported from the UK and hosted by British comedian Michael McIntyre. Show begins Monday, December 19th with new episodes airing nightly 10 p.m. Eastern and continues the following week with new episodes airing 8 p.m. Eastern. Should also be know that uh, Nikki Bella, her wedding uh, miniseries, docuseries, whatever you want to call it, is getting ready to come out on E. Yay. So you can watch Nikki Bella and Artem get married. Woot. Ding. And last for WWE, but certainly not least, the 2022 Tribute to the Troops will air on Fox on Saturday, December 17th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, so set your DVRs. Check your local time and availability for, you know, all things. If you still have a DVR, I don't know anymore. I, I still have a DVR. I don't know how much of I don't know if it's a thing of the past or not. DVR is still a thing. Okay. All right, good. TiVo, on the other hand, I don't think many people have TiVo. I, I doubt many people have a TiVo anymore. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's but not. But people record television and watch it at, whenever, at their leisure. Yes. Yes, they do do that. that. That's what a DVR is for. Continue on. Continuing on with AEW, Renee Paquette and John Moxley will be the rulers of the jungle for this weekend's Bel- Bengals game. Bungle. You almost said bungles. Bungles. Bengals. The bungles. A is tired. I mean, that's cool for them. That's very cool. I hope they have fun. And then the 2023 edition of Revolution will take place on Sunday, March 5th in San Francisco, California. Huzzah. Ding! So that is all the news brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. I don't believe we have any Bray Wyatt to talk about, do we? No, we're good. So with that, we are going to take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we will be doing Tweet of the Week and talking all about Survivor Series. Woot. You don't want to miss it. So you're listening to Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. 
Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah. Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. Every Saturday night, you never know what to expect when cigarette butts and bandanas hit the airwaves on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Ha ha ha! Is that Shell Station open? Ha ha ha! <laughs> Eddie might have himself some cigs. I just got across a fucking freeway that would kill me. Eight <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, fucking lane. Eight <laughs> motherfucking lane. Dude, the Godfather of Cream dies. He just fucking loses the match and keeps on ticking. Fucking eight lanes, a motherfucking highway! <laughs> Alright, if this place is closed, I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> Yeah, this place looks like I might get robbed by a guy of slightly darker complexion than I am. Do you have to run back across the highway? Yeah, I know. I got to run across fucking three lanes of highway now. God damn it. The bad thing is, I probably don't have $7 to my fucking name, so I'm going to have to use my damn credit card or my debit card as a fucking way to pay for $7. Oh, this fucking better be open. I fucking walked across 13 lanes of highway. <laughs> They're not open. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you serious? You're not open. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> Safe now. People aren't dying yet. You ready, Rob? Now you gotta run again. I, I do because, because actually the fucking lights green. No one's coming, no one's turning, and I gotta go. <laughs> I should have just crossed the other street because now I gotta cross another street. Somebody give me a goddamn. Ah, fucking Sunday. You can't buy beer. Wait a minute. What time is it? It's 1230. Ah, forget about it. All right, I'll just smoke my cigarettes and be fucking happy. <laughs> oh, no, that's fucking just perfect. Green lights just came on this fucking... <laughs> about to cloud by fucking three 18-wheelers and a fucking Jeep Wrangler. Fuck <laughs> me, oh, man. I got to light a cigarette for this run. Whether you are a badass, a godfather, or anything in between, the answer is cigarette butts and bandanas live midnight, or as close as we can get, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. So now you get to enjoy that nicotine, huh? Yeah. 15 years this Saturday. Midnight-ish. Time to be determined. An oldie but goodie. An oldie commercial. but oldie but goodie. But more. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock? And sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. This is the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio.
and welcome back to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211 and if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on Twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available well, you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple you can also subscribe the regular way hang out and chat follow the channel or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you anyway. We can get you. And with that, tweet of the week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place. And I was so bitter until I found Twitter. Oh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you feel it. 140 characters or less is what you give it. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline. Cause I won't stop tweeting. No more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm sure. Alrighty, we are going to keep doing Twitter of the Week until Twitter dies. Oh, yeah. Because who knows how long that's going to take. Anyway, it's, Matt it, Mitchell. It's, it's still alive, even though people said it was dead. Well, I mean, according to Matt Mitchell, Elon really Jim- Jimbo Fishered this, didn't he? I mean, he kind of did. I mean, yeah. Alejandro Saab, I slept through Black Friday. Whoops. Smiley face. Games Cage, I read you slept through Black... F- I read you slept with Black Friday, Lamau. Heyo. <laughs> Alejandro Saab, yeah, I got knocked out of a GameStop parking lot, and then when I woke up in Black Friday's bed. Heyo. WWE creative humor. Have have we ever seen anyone run through friends the way Fight Owens Fight has at WWE Graves? Um, <clears throat> CM Punk. Oh. Hashtag Survivor Series. Oh. That's all I got. Taco Bell. What if the Bell had a yearly wrap up? You bought 217 Baja Blast in 2022. You were in the top 0.1% of uh, 1 a.m. drive-through orders. You only spilled sauce on your shirt six times. Has everyone checked their Spotify thing? Because I haven't. Anyway. Wait. What? Go on. Sorry, go on. No, no, wait. What was the wait for? I just saw something. Delirious fucking showed up at Impact. He's been there. What do you mean he's been there? He's been there. Why did nobody tell me this? I think we, we did. I don't remember this. Anyway, so there was a hashtag that was available, I think, yesterday or no, the other day. And I, I, uh-huh. clicked, I clicked through it. Uh-huh. So, so here we go. The hashtag was, a ha- hashtag, a dating app for blank called... Oh, no. A dating app for cat ladies called Meows the Time. Oh, no. A dating app for procrastinators called Later. A dating app for the ci- for citizens of Gotham City called Gotham Nights. I hate it here. <laughs> A dating ja- a dating app for lumberjacks called Timber. How many more of these do you have? <laughs> a dating app for delexic se- delexic sex addicts called Ninety Sixers. A dating app for nineties kids called Aim. Okay, but wasn't it? It was. Uh, it, 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 you know. Wasn't it? I mean, you know. You and I are both nineties kids. You know. So wasn't it? You know. Well, if you know, you know. And finally, I have one more. Oh, God. You ready for it? Do you think you can handle this last one? Maybe. A dating app for roofers called All the Shingle Ladies. You're grounded. (laughs) You're just grounded. What? You don't like All the Shingle Ladies? Just, you're, just, you're grounded. Corner. (laughs) I thought Brent, get out of the uh, corner. Rock needs to get in the corner for that. that. I thought that was a good one. It, they were all good ones, but to the corner with you, sir. Don't blame me. Blame Twitter. You liked it. I did, because I went through the hashtag, because I was bored. The fact that you didn't tell me about the hashtag makes me mad. <laughs> Save the Twitter show, because all the shingle ladies. Anyway, before we get DMCA'd, let's talk yeah, about... Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into DMCA'd for that. By the way, chat, see Bruno 15 this Saturday, early. Be there. Twitch.tv slash WGLive. Anyway. Ding. 
Go ahead. Let's talk all about WWE Survivor Series, which was this past Saturday on the Peacocks in the U.S. and WWE Network elsewhere. This this was a good show. This was an entertaining show. Yeah. I liked the pacing of the show. I liked the fact that we only had five matches. The six that we thought was going to get added did not happen. And uh, Mr. Wyatt did not show up on the show at all. He did not. Um, there was a hint of him on Monday, but there was no... No yeah. sign of him. No, he did more damage to L.A. Night, yeah, on SmackDown, so there was not going to be any Bray Wyatt on Survivor Series. Oh, speaking of Bray, because we'll, we'll get into the War Games here in a second, he's added to his first house show, December 26th. Merry Christmas. M- Madison Square Garden, he's back. Oh, gee, I'm so shocked. <laughs> They're going to let him wrestle at Madison Square Garden. Doesn't say he's going to be wrestling. It's, a, it's it, One, it's a Monday, so he's not going to be on Raw, and two... Doesn't mean he's wrestling. He's appearing. He's appearing at a house show near you on December 26th. Well, w- at some point we'll get to see him wrestle. I would assume he's back wrestling by then, but who knows. But way to go, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they, they tweeted out earlier that Wyndham Six is returning to Madison Square Garden for the first time in over three years. I wonder if they're going to be able to change his name with all the Twitter shit. That's a really good question. <laughs> going to be able to put him back to Bray Wyatt. Can he get it back? That's the question. I would assume he still has it. Oh, I'm sure he still has it, but it's the question of right now, can he change it? Because I don't... You can He probably can change it. Because with the changes in the verification system, I don't know how that works. Because before you had to get it cleared through, like, the verified Twitter that you were changing the name and it was still you and all this other shit. And it took, like, 30 days to get it done because he had the name for 30 days before he changed it. So you have to go through like a specific procedure on the old verification system, but I don't know what you have to do on the new verification system or if it's even working at this point. So I, I don't know. I would assume phone calls can be made on his behalf and they would be fixed. If they have the programmers to fix it. Uh, yeah, all things pending, yes. But yeah, so we'll have to see there. But anyway, let's talk about the show. The show uh, of shows. The show of shows. So we kicked off hot with Team Bianca taking on Team Bailey. That's on Bianca's side. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar Miriam, and Becky Lynch mm-hmm. taking on Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Guy, EO Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. And I'm just going to say this right now. Rhea, you need to chill. Okay? You're going to cause a sexual awakening that's just not... Not acceptable when I'm trying to watch wrestling. Like, she keeps trying to break my ovaries. And I'm not necessarily mad about it, but it's very distracting. <laughs> like, her doing the pull-ups in the cage, what the fuck? <laughs> just what the fuck are you trying to do? In the little shorty shorts, too. It's like, you're just you're just taking my whole headspace in a completely different direction, and it does not need to go there while I'm watching wrestling. That being said... Also, Nikki Cross being a nutty little fruitcake, we love you. We've missed you. <laughs> Welcome back. So, do you like to know my favorite thing about this whole match? Hmm. Had nothing to do with what I went on in the ring. Hmm. It was commentary. Acknowledging the turn of Dakota Kai on Tegan Knox. <laughs> the fact that they acknowledged it and you referenced Tegan Knox as a person means should mean things, chat. Subtle little things that they reference people of the past... Who may be present once again. Is he here for you to say that? He's not here, no. I was going to say. But I said, you know, we've we've talked about it. It's, you know, it's a, th- it's a thing. I know, but it's more fun to do it when he's here. I know, I know. But yes, no, the, the reference of the history between Tegan Knox and War Games, specifically where she turned on her partner, in case he listens to this, Dakota, or uh, Tegan Knox, in reference to sending Dakota Kai into War Games first, because Bailey is a smart little bunny. Yep. <laughs> you, you send that one in first, just to be safe. And she did some interview afterwards where basically like, she was now, had to start out war games. She was like, oh my god, I hope my cardio can handle this match. Because you're in it for 40 minutes. It's like, that's a long time. Because the girls are usually out there 5, 10 minutes, not like maybe 15, not like 40 minutes. So she was worried about her cardio. Especially because who she was starting off the match with. Yep. And that was Bianca Belair. And my one issue with War Games is that it starts really slow, right? Because it starts one-on-one. It's a big space for two people. And it takes it a while to build and build and build and build. 
Um, so I wasn't necessarily a fan of the start of the match. I thought this was good. Like I thought Bianca and um, Dakota did fine. It's just awkward, right? Especially the space in the middle. I wish they could figure out a way to get rid of the ropes in the middle. I know that they you can't, can't. You can't. But I wish they could figure out a way to do it because it's just so awkward in the middle when they're trying to work the two rings. Because you break the structure of the of the ring, and unless you can make a giant rope that would work between everything, it, well, that that's your problem. Well, it's not even that. It's figuring out a way to pass the tension between the two rings to hold saying. all the... Yeah, that's what I mean. So, but you... Well, what I was thinking is, like, it's not a giant rope, but you have, like, a joiner in between the two rings on the... on the Where the posts meet. And that's how you sort of get your tension that you need to get. Um, but you still need something... Yeah, you need something there to, to balance it out. But I, it's it would take too long to set up... Oh, yeah. Well, if, especially, when, I mean, if you only have one match, it's fine, but with two, it's too yeah, difficult. Yeah, it's a lot more difficult. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I get that. But, like, the thing with the, with the timing, you, you, you see it in this, in the style match. Five minutes alone is a long time where you, where there, you can't have a crowd do a pinfall or a submission or anything. So you really have to work to try to keep the, the fans into it. And I thought the girls did a good job with it. Lindsay mentioned it's slow, yeah, but it also, they, they did a good job trying to maintain it, and then every three minutes someone new comes in, so it's like, you have to slow down the pace, and you get your big spots, but then you slow it down. It's, it, War Games is a, an odd match. It's like the Rumble, where you come in hot, and then you slow it down. You come in hot, and you slow it down, and that's two minutes, or even 90 seconds, where someone comes in, big spot, and then everything else slows back down. And you get a lot of that, so you got a lot of people bringing in weapons and and stuff like that. So you got the you get the crowd to rise, and then you you know you get you do some moves, and then you slow it down. But because you cannot have a pinfall or submission until the very until everyone's in the match, it takes a little bit of time to sort of like get to the climax and, and finish of the the situation where anything can really happen. And the crowd, for the most part, kept themselves entertained and kept was into everything they did. And there was a lot of physicality between EO redoing, getting, being put in the um, trash can again and taking a, sh- a spot, I think it was from Becky with it. With it. Um, I thought Becky was a, bright, uh, a high point in this match. I thought Bianca was really good in this match. Um, I thought Dakota handled herself really well in this match. I thought I thought they all did pretty good. Um, I was confused by the handcuffs with Nikki and Alexa. I, whatever they were trying, it took too long to set up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I feel like I understand what they were trying to yeah. do. And I just feel like, yeah, there was just too much of a struggle and they focused on it too much. And it was just a little weird. It was too close. There, there's too much of a close up on it. If you could, like, zoom out and let other things happen around it, you could have a bit more time. And I think that's what the girls were thinking. Like, they weren't, like, focused on directly on them. Yeah, because they were trying to make it work, because it's almost like there's one point where they're like, for the love of God, just go to something else. Please just go to something else. And Alexa and Nikki were trying, and I appreciate that they were trying, and I liked what they were trying to do with it. Like, the fact that you have these two with so much history finally getting their hands on each other and finally, like, fighting it out and doing all these things and handcuffing them to each other. Basically establishing that, once again, they are connected. Yeah. You know, basically putting that visual clue in there that they are connected. I liked how they did all that. Like, there were some really nice things with it, but it was just, it took a long, long time to set up. For for a company that's known about for quick cuts and, and cutting away from things, they stayed on that a little too long, where they could have gone, cut to some sort of action in the ring, and then cut right back to, oh my god, now that she's locked in. You know, they're locked up together. Um, that, that would be my own complaint, like, from a technical, visual standpoint of what you could have done differently. But that, that's just me picking it apart. Um, well, I think part of it is, too, is that they're trying to get away from that production style. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. They still, Kevin Dunn's still there, you know, producing, and you still will have it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where I got what they were going for. It just, it didn't click. Um... For the, the 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 tease of the Tower of Doom was good. I, I like that they didn't do it because it's too cliche for them to do a Tower of Doom spot. So pulling everyone off was a nice little hey, we're gonna we're teasing you with it, but we're not gonna deliver it because it's too much of a cliche in, the, in in big matches where you do the Tower of Doom spot and everyone goes goes crashing down. 
So it's like you tease what people get, but you don't give it to them. So the next time you tease it and do it, it's a bigger, bigger moment. I will say it was interesting that, like, um, I think it happened in both War Games matches that the third person, second or third person on the heel side was the one that brought the weapons in. Yeah, it's fitting, huh? On both matches. Yeah. It was it was very interesting how they it's almost like they just they had a formula and they used it for both matches. But going back to the timing, I would agree five minutes is too long in between, yeah, especially for the, when, for, the, for the start. Yeah, where it's you could almost do what you do for the Royal Rumble, where you sort of flex the time. Like in the beginning, they're sending them out every two ish minutes, and then as the Rumble carries on, they sort of ebb and flow the time a little bit where it's not precisely two minutes they kind of let stuff happen and then the next person comes out and you could do you can kind of sort of ebb and flow the time here because once the match gets going like once you have enough going on in the match then it's you can sort of like back off of it because i think what everybody was sort of waiting for and at least for me what i was waiting for was Rhea to get in the match and see what Rhea was going to do because they purposefully held her for last i like the square off between her and becky that was good so nice tease sort of tease and like she even hit the riptide so that was, that was good mm-hmm. all in all this was a good women's match the big finish was becky coming off the top rope doing the leg drop on both um dakota and eo Thank God she did not break her ass. Yeah. Um, for the win, EO, I did, EO did the moonsault off the cage, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she yeah. did. Which was beautiful. Oh, it was, it was absolutely it was beautiful. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Overall, this was a really good... As far as war games go, it wasn't too violent. You know, it served, it told the story it needed to tell. I, I thought they did a good job with it. Surprised by the outcome, because I thought you would have set up contenders, but they got they're telling the story they weren't telling, so... Yeah, I mean, they did the unpredictable thing. Like, we had a really, I mean, we had a really hard time picking this anyway, because it's like, it can literally go either way. Yeah, and when they added Becky, it was like, well, you know, it's Becky. You're not going to have her lose. It's like, it's kind of like, hmm, yeah. Anyway, Team Bianca got the win. So, moving on from there, we had AJ Styles with the OC, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, taking on Finn Balor with the Judgment Day, Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. This was the battle of the kinky headgear as as Finn came out in a faceless mask and AJ came out in a gas mask, a la his gear. So This was good. It was a good match. So, like I met, we mentioned on the Gobble Gobble Wobble Wobble um War Games were going to take the ladies out of the whole situation, and boy howdy, based on positioning, yes it did. Um, so it was just left with the men versus the men. I thought they had a really good match. I thought, it's Finn and AJ, I mean, you can't really say anything bad about it. Brent mentioned on Sunday it was the first time AJ's won on, on uh, a premium live event in, in a long time. Well, he needed to. Yeah, so it was a good win for him. I think he said 2019, something like that. I don't remember, he's not here to correct me. So we're just going to go with it. Um, <laughs> but it, it's been a hot minute for him to really get a win in that in that matter. So it was like, all right, cool. Good to see him finally get one. And yeah, it, it didn't end the feud. It, it continued everything on as we saw on Monday night. You know, I thought it was a good match. They, they went out there, busted their ass, and they had to follow war games, which is a, a difficult matter. But because there was enough time in between... The crowd was ready to was able to you know settle back in and enjoy this for what it was. Yeah, it was a nice it was, like you said it was a nice come down. It was a nice build back up. It, it was the perfect placement for this match, where the crowd was just a little tired from Survivor Series or from excuse me War Games, and so it's like you just sort of settle them out, chill them out, and then they were ready for by the end they were ready for the next match, and that's what you needed to do. Yeah, you did. It's like oh my god, somebody knows how to book. <laughs> It was not banger after banger after banger. Like, this was good. It was good. It was really good. Really good. And AJ for sure needed the win, and Finn looked good, but it was like, you just, you kind of need to come down, especially considering that we followed it with the women's uh, title, the SmackDown women's title. Oh, that was was a struggle bus. Yeah, that was not the best match. We're talking about Ronda Rousey with Shayna Baszler taking on Shotzi. I thought this was going to be better. Yeah. I really did. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to talk smack about anybody because I just don't want to. But I thought this was gonna be a lot better than it was. Right. Maybe I just had my hopes too high. I don't know. 
I feel Ronda's whatever style Ronda's working right now is just not transla- translating with the opponent she's in the ring with. I thought she had better she had better chemistry with working with Shayna as a tag team on SmackDown more than she had a better better in ring ability here. And he, she even brought in her own producer, which Twitter loved. Um, for. Uh, reasons. Anyway, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know where her head is. I don't know what she's trying to accomplish with the style she's working. I thought her match, like, before she lost the belt to live, she was actually having decent matches. Like, I thought her match with Raquel back in, I want to say June, I thought was really good. I thought they had a really good TV match on, on SmackDown and back in May or June around there. And I thought, okay, Ronda's sort of feeling herself and she's starting to be good. And, like, the live matches were okay. The the finishes were a little cl- clunky and, and stuff. But I thought they were okay. I didn't, I thought it was, like, Liv's inexperienced a little bit and, and Ronda is like, okay... But Shotzi's been around, and I just, I don't know, I maybe the, the, it was just a clash of styles where I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I just, I'm not really, really sure what it is, and I hope they figure it out, because she has big matches playing, like, if the plan is her and Becky, they really need to get her focused and in, in you know, the right mindset to go for it. Because you can't have a, 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 a stinker at WrestleMania. I think she and Becky could have a better match, but I would agree that they need to tweak her style. I'm not quite sure what she's trying to do. I think she's trying to do more of a wrestling style, but I don't, I don't know. It's like we all know what she's known for. We all know what worked for her. And I understand she's trying to be different. I understand she's trying to diversify. I respect that tremendously. But at the same time, if it's not working, it's not working. And it kind of worked with Liv. It did not work with Shotzi. And I'm not putting any of this on Shotzi or Rhonda. It just, it didn't work. It didn't go. And I don't know if it's that they need to just rehearse more. I don't know if it's just the styles were clashing. Like, I and I don't know if it was just a bad night for them. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm not in the ring. I can't tell you that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what happened, but this was... This was for sure the weakest match on the card, and it should not have been. It should have been a lot better than what it was. Yeah. And in the end, Ronda did defend the title. She did retain. She defeated Shotzi by... Uh, no, no, you should by no, you don't blame her by blame the writers. That's not, that's not the writers' fault. That's not the writers. It's, it's not... There's blame, but it's not really any one person's fault. No. Like, it's just, it was a bad match. That's the only way to say it. And whatever the circumstances were surrounding the match, we don't know. So I don't want to sit here and bash the shit out of these two women because I wasn't in the ring. I'm not a professional wrestler. I don't know what happened. Right? I just, I, basically I'm standing by what I said, which is I thought this would be better. Based on what I know of Shotzi and what I know of Ronda, I know this could have been good. It should have been better. She brought in her own producer for this match. And that's the problem. It didn't work. And that's a black eye on her and her who she brought in. That's all. Yeah. So whatever they have to do to fix it, let's get it fixed and let's keep going. But yeah, it has nothing to do with writers. Writers aren't in the ring. Yeah, the writers got them to this point. Yeah, writers don't produce the matches. Producers produce. Old, old, you know, other wrestlers produce the matches. And... The ones that helped them in this situation failed. There's four pe- there are four people involved: two producers and two wrestlers. They all have an, an ounce of blame to to you know go. We should have done better. That's all. Everyone gets a piece of the pie. When it's good, it's good. You all get the praise. But when it's bad, you all gotta eat it. Yep. And I think they know. They know. They they they've seen the reception. They know. They'll, they'll do better. Yeah. They'll fix it. It'll be fine. But yeah, this I just like I said, I thought this would be better. But Ronda retained. We move on. In a surprise upset, Austin Theory defeated Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley to regain his WWE United States Championship. This was really good. This is fantastic. Like, they kept the energy up the entire time in in this triple threat. Like, there was no slow points. There was no downtime. They kept moving and moving and moving, which keeps you interested in the match. They did everything right. They gave you, you, they gave you believable finishes. They gave you believable high spots. They, they kept you on the edge of your seat for everything they did. 
for every near fall and made sure wait did that just happen yeah it did and it was a really good match so all three men went out there stole the show with this match i thought it was really really good yeah this was this was fantastic i loved everything about this believable near falls the spears and everything bobby lashley looking at looking at everything that went down to fit in with the finish and him looking like oh shit i can't stop it yep there's nothing i can do no, and he had to no, like yeah. basically watch it all happen yeah that was that was great. Like Bobby, like this was the perfect amount of balance between Seth and Austin and Bobby, because you could have just had Bobby go in and destroy both of them. But it's like you you had that really really nice balance yeah. because you have two high flyers in there with Bobby, and Bobby can't necessarily do the flippy floppy moves. He could probably try, but that's not what he's. That's not how he wrestles at this stage of the game. That's not how he wrestles. I mean, when he was younger, he tried to do a couple of dives, and you know realize maybe that's not the best move um no but it's it was the right amount of balance where bobby was able to bring that little extra something to this match that it needed not that austin and seth couldn't have a good match because they did they have and they will but it's just bobby brought that little sort of extra oomph that the match needed it was an extra um dynamic that the match needed Yes, but yes. So in the end, Austin Theory wins, and Seth freaking Rollins and Bobby Lashley are left to chase Austin Theory. Which I like how, again, they are rebuilding Austin Theory. He's more serious now. Mm-hmm. I like the stuff that he did with Seth on Monday. They're building him into something. It's like, okay, all right, we're going to get rid of the selfie gimmick. It's run its course. We're going to get rid of the money in the bank. We're basically going to strip him of everything that Vince put on him. And we're going to take him back to day one. And hold now we're going to build him properly. They won't hold up your finger. Yes. Before we get to the main event, we'd like to remind everyone, there's a special live show tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, the final Fortnite with friends for Chapter 3. Be there. Ding. I'm, I may or may not be sober. You should probably be late, but be there after SmackDown, 10 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be live with Fortnite, the final time in Chapter 3. I actually have something to tell you about that. Okay. Ding. Ding. So your final match of the evening was the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Solo Sokoa, and the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, with Paul Heyman taking on the Brawling Brutes, Seamus, Rich Holland, and Peter Dune, Butch. with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Okay, before, yes. before, before, we, before you get to the match, we had the build-ups. We had Jay and Roman having their conversation. Where Jay's like, you know, man, Sammy's lying to us, man. He's lying. He's telling all he's talking. He he lied to me, man. I didn't beat his ass because you didn't give the order, man. I'm here for, I'm here to to just tell me the order, man. Let me do the thing, man. And Roman's like, I'm just going to look him in the eye and we'll figure it out. And and Roman's like, Paul, get Sammy. And Paul picks up his cell phone and goes, call Sammy Zane. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. I like, look at this has nothing to do with nothing, but knowing Paul Heyman has a red cell phone case, it's just so weird. It's very random. It's very random. And like it, and it matched their gear, so it's like even Paul Heyman had the red. Right, and that's his normal thing, because I've seen it in interviews and stuff, but it's a red cell phone case, it's like, oh, that's odd. Because, I don't know, red. So he can find it. I guess because he can find it. So then, he gets Sammy. Sammy, Sammy's like, oh no, I'm going to be yelled at here, and then Sammy does the Sammy thing, and he talks his way out of it. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't give him the information because he didn't need to know. He had a big match, so I like, I he didn't know need to know anything. It's like I, I didn't want him to worry about it. I thought everything is good. Um, everything is fine. It, you know, actually, my favorite good. part of the whole Sammy thing was he's like, of course, I Kevin talked to Kevin Owens on SmackDown. It's a nationally watched tele or it's a televised program. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just, you know, I was withheld the truth. That's all he didn't need to know. Just, we're, we're good. And then I, you're my tribal chief, and we're gonna go. I'm, I'm there for you. But I liked the acknowledgement from Sami Zayn that he's like, SmackDown's on TV. Of course you saw me do it. Like, I've been waiting years for somebody to say that. Like, of course you saw it. It was on TV. Yeah. It's on, like, Twitter. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Of course you saw it. It was just a nice little nod. That's all. Yeah. So, now we get, let's get to the match. 
But I I did like the storytelling, especially when Roman hugs Sammy and just Paul Heyman in the background. Yeah, like he's the godfather in the background. You know, something's going to happen. Like, Paul knows what's up. Paul knows what's happening. Roman's face. Like, they were all ready to just take Sammy's head off. It was just... It was, it was good. Good visuals in that. Good visuals. It was just really, 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 really good. But yeah, we get to the match. You have... <laughs> okay, so I have to laugh. Because for the, the face side, which is the Brawling Brutes, Drew, and Kevin, you have this mass of humanity crammed inside this shark cage, right? And they're relatively big cages. Like, when you see the girls in there, they all fit. There was plenty of room. You know, they could kind of move around when, like, four of them were in there. But with the guys, they're, like, all elbow to elbow. It's really super awkward. And you had everybody standing, you know, on the face side, you know, ready to go, raring. And then there's the bloodline. And you have the Usos and Solo and Sammy. Or excuse me, you have one of the Usos, Solo and Sammy and Roman all in the cage. Roman's in the center in a with a fucking chair. He's sitting on it. <laughs> while he's, he's the Roman. others are crammed in the corners of this cage. And the match happens. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's Roman, of course he's going to it, It's Roman, like, just get him a couch next time. It's just easier. Just get the man a... He needs a recliner, a lazy boy, a barker lounger, anything. Just get him something. Something, yeah. So they send uh, Jay out in the ring first, and he's in there with Peter Doon, a.k.a. Butch. And, you know, again, it, 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 it builds, it builds, and then... But Sammy's the next person out. It's like, you're going to want... You're the one who has to help him now. You, you guys figure your shit out. That was a nice touch, where Jimmy's getting ready to run out, and Roman grabs him, and he's like, no. No. You. And he points at Sammy. You go. And it's like, oh, here we go. It's like, you you guys gotta work your shit out. And there was a mishap at one point where um, Jimmy, or Jay super kicked um, Sammy and was like, alright, whatever. Well, you knew it was coming. Like, you're waiting for the turn at yeah. some point. Like, there's either gonna be a miss kick, a miss punch. Something's going to happen where the wires are going to get crossed and either Sammy's gonna hit Jay or Jay's gonna hit Sammy. And Jay hit Sammy, and he wasn't the least bit sorry for it. No, no, he wasn't. Because Jimmy watched him do it, and Jimmy's like, dude, the fuck? And Jay's like, worth it. Worth every second of it. Um, so worth it. I like that Kevin Owens came, was the only one who dressed for war games, where he was wearing jeans and a, a t-shirt, and everyone else was in wrestling gear. A Dusty Rhodes t-shirt. A Dusty Rhodes war games t-shirt, yeah. He, he paid tribute to the le- the, uh, the legend. Am- the American Dream, baby. Because it was his match. He was the one who created War Games. Um, I thought, oh, this was really good. I thought the storytelling throughout all the different elements between um, Sammy and the Usos, the the Brawling Brutes having a, a, a brawl in there, and everyone everyone did their thing. I thought, thought it was all really good. And apparently there was a big mishap in the, in the match where... Kevin Owens slapped Roman Reigns in the ear, and that was not planned. And Roman Reigns got really, really mad after the match because he slapped him in the ear, and whatever. Um, wrestlers are over dramatic. That's basically what I can say about that. Um, well, I feel like getting slapped in the ear would hurt, but I mean, I'm sure it was an accident. It was, it was just it. It wasn't planned, so you know everything else went. You know, punches and kicks after that went went perfectly fine. Um, but I thought everything they told it from a story standpoint worked. I thought Sammy's involvement stopping the pinfall, not attacking Kevin, but stopping the pinfall by grabbing the ref was really good storytelling. Um, I thought the use of Sammy in terms of, well, what are you going to do about it now, Sammy? What, 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 what role are you going to play? And then he low blows Kevin Owens and then gives him the Huluva kick and then tells Jay or, yeah, Jay to hit the splash do the thing. I thought it was all like, here it is hand it all to you he played his he's like he showed his loyalty to the bloodline he did everything as you were supposed to do in that match and I thought it was a really well told story I loved I loved that moment where they literally forced Sammy to make the choice and it's what are you gonna do they've got him cornered what are you gonna do are you gonna show your true colors either way and my favorite part of this was the very deliberate handling of Kevin Owens by Sammy where he low blows Kevin 
and then he catches him. Yep. And he lays him on the ground very gently. And then he tells Jay to do the thing. And Jay does the thing. And Sammy was always being very, very gentle, very deliberate with Kevin as this whole thing is going on. Like, it was just a really, really, really beautiful way to tell this story between these two former friends. Where it's like, Kevin knows what Sammy's doing. Like, Kevin's perfectly aware. And Sammy's like, don't blow this for me. Kind of thing. Because we all know eventually what's going to happen. Like, we know somebody's going to turn on somebody. We just don't know who. But this was basically the this was the bloodline looking at Sammy going, who are you going to pick? And in the end, Sammy helps the bloodline win. He's the big hero. Like, despite the fact that Jay kicked him in the face and gave him every reason to be like, well, you fucked me over, so fuck you. He didn't do it. He stayed loyal to the bloodline. He helped them win. And there was a really nice visual at the end of the match where they're all celebrating Roman and Sammy hug and Sammy gets excited and he rips his shirt off Uh huh. and he rips it open. And he's standing there with the bloodline with his ripped shirt, looking down at Kevin Owens yeah, laying there. I'm with my family now. And it was really just, it, it, there was such wonderful storytelling there that you're just sitting there and you're like, damn, just damn. That was beautiful. But Jay now trusts Sammy. Yep. Jay's like, all right, I tested you. You didn't screw us over. We're cool. Yeah, it was it was really well done. Afterwards, they did a press conference. And Paul put put over, got asked a question about Sammy, what he delivers. Is like he put over Sammy Zane so hard. Sammy's like, wow, thanks, Paul. Like he was like impressed with the answer he gave because like it was something to the effect of you know Sammy was part of the act and it was like. And then he kept getting invited back every single week to do more and more and more. And then he became, like, part of the group. He became part of the thing. And it's like, Sammy's doing his best work right now. And everyone's getting to see it. And Kevin said on, on, on Raw, like, everyone's getting to see how brilliant Sammy Zayn is right now. And everyone is. We're seeing the best part of Sammy Zayn we've ever seen. And he's doing it without having to get in the ring every week. He just has to talk and do some of the best acting he's ever done. And remember, El Generico, you know, the long-lost cousin of Sami Zayn, wore a mask for most of the, his run in Ring of Honor. He wore the mask. When he came to WWE, he took it off and became Sami Zayn. So it's like, he hid all that ability and has become such a great storyteller just with his facial reactions in the last decade with WWE. I wonder how long that's going to last. You, you Going to last a couple more months. You got a couple more months of really good storytelling. Because if the payoff is WrestleMania, you got till April, so you gotta you gotta get there. Date to circle on your calendars for something to happen. Elimination Chamber, Montreal should be an interesting show because Sammy and Kevin are from that area, and you, you know that could be a thing. Um, so yeah, overall they they did everything right. Really good storytelling, and you got your big moments, you got your big decisions, and you're gonna have highlights for years. Yeah. Like, this was, yeah. In terms of the turn, it could happen Royal Rumble. Like, I think the start of the turn or the start of the disintegration could start at Royal Rumble. It may not, but you have... You have plenty of time. You have plenty of time to get there. You have plenty of time to tell that story. And eventually you will get to... You basically are making... You are getting Sammy, and this is in no way a slight to Sammy. You are getting Sammy on Roman's level to eventually get Sammy to the point that if he wanted to, he could challenge Roman if for you, the title. If you cannot get Dwayne, there's your number one contender. Yeah, it's Sammy. That he's been doing exactly what we think he's been doing this whole time, which is he's luring Roman into a false sense of security. And because he's been on the inside... Because they trust him, they know, he knows, I should say, how they work, how they operate, how Roman trains, all those things. Yep. He's going to have all that information at his fingertips. Yep. And it's the perfect way that, okay, all right, I see how you handle this situation, so I'm going to do this. So he can literally come up with a game plan for Roman for when he's ready to challenge. He's got a plan. Now, the question is, is can he execute said plan to the point that he can beat Roman for the titles? We don't know, but you eventually they'll get Sammy there. Whether it's WrestleMania, whether it's SummerSlam, whether it's Survivor Series next year, we don't know. This has legs, though. Yeah. Because Sami Zayn is, is like persistent in breaking Anuso out of character every week. 
he seems to be really good at it. Yeah. And they never know when it's coming. Like, you would think they would know by now, but no, they, they don't know what's coming. Even and he they, just does the thing. Even if they know, him still delivering the line will break them. Because he has such great delivery. He's he's a wonderful performer. Like, he's doing his literal best work right now. Yeah, he is. But that was Survivor Series. So what did you guys think? Good, good show. So, there you go. I'd give Pick'em results, but Brent has them and he gave them on a Sunday. So check Sunday show for pick'em results to see how bad everyone did. Ding. Ding. But you got stuff to plug, so plug away. As mentioned earlier in the show, we'll be live tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, right after uh, SmackDown, to uh, play Fortnite one final time in Chapter 3. Fortnite with Friends, Chapter 3, the, the, the send-off. Twitch.tv slash live 10 p.m. Eastern. Be there. Tell your friends. Come watch us play Fortnite. And get our asses kicked. Okay. So, there was that. Then Saturday. We, well, let's, all, let's all have like, a little bit of a conversation, shall we? Need a sip of water for that one. So, I know the tagline is midnight-ish, or as close as they can get. We're gonna give that-ish, and we're gonna like you know how we, we usually go 12.30-ish? What if, we, what, what if, just hear me out, what if we back that ish up like 11.30-ish? Just, just, just for one night. What if we start before midnight? Because it's 15 years. We might as well start do something different. We're going to start like Closer to like 11.30 on Saturday. And that's kind of the They're going to go forever because it's 15 years. So, let's start early. Let's have some fun. Have some friends along the way. And then and go from there. It's CB Radio. 15 years. Saturday. Midnight. Or as close as they can get. Like 11.30. Saturday. Celebrate with us. 15 years of CB Radio. Sunday night, probably no show. I may stream Fortnite. I don't know. That that's I have to talk to Tim about that one. He doesn't know about that yet. So <laughs> we'll figure that part out. So just stay tuned to Twitter for Sunday's plans. But there's no wrestling show. We're not talking wrestling. Monday night, we're talking wrestling. It's a raw post show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of the rack. We are doing something. I know it's in the schedule. We're previewing um, Deadline. That's what we're doing next week. Previewing Deadline. So be there for all that. It's at Wild, it's, it's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. We're at Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, you know. You know the deal. Wherever you can get a podcast, just search the Rack Radio Show. There's that. Hey, chat, if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. You can support the channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. As mentioned, we're sending off Fortnite Chapter 3 tomorrow night. Which means there's a new chapter. Which means there's a new battle pass. Which means you can use credit code Rockinsock or... Lynn's M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop, when you buy your new skins and buy your new battle passes and all the fun things that are... You can buy new fancy soccer skins that are in the shop. from Because Le, LeBron James is such a soccer player. But you can have him as a soccer player now. Use the codes because we are hashtag... Epic, Epic Partners. Indeed. So you can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-E-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward, where I will be streaming Fortnite Saturday afternoon. So come hang out for the Fortnite Fracture event. I should be going live about 3, 3.30 as we run around in the game. I may do a little Genshin before that, and then we'll go into Fortnite. We'll have to see, but definitely streaming the Fortnite event. So please come check that out. Be Follow there. the channel. Be, be there for her because I won't be. You gotta be there. Support her. Watch her. Watch her. Her reactions live. Do the thing Saturday on her Twitch channel. Also follow it and be there and watch it. Do the things. Just watch. Just, We're trying to 
to raise my average viewers wa- wa- so I can get to affiliate. Watch watch our stream and just just have it all in the background. If you don't care about Fortnite, just have it all in the background. If you don't care about catching the impact, just have it all in the lurking in the background. Just do the thing. Twitch.tv slash Lindsword. Do do the thing. Have it, I been muted this whole time? No. I'm just okay. I'm, I'm emphasizing what. Okay, idiot. no, I did, no, I hit the mute button and I wasn't sure if I was muted no, the whole time. No, you're good. I'm just emphasizing. Make sure just lurk if you just don't like the. the if you're not a Genshin fan, I don't know people have issues with the the, 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 the how the game's played and whatever. Just have her stream on in the background. Lurk. Just have a tab. Cool. Just do the things, please. It's it's important to me. So do the thing. Watch your channel. Twitch.tv slash Lindsworth. That's the hard sell. Thank you. I appreciate it. See, he's a good friend, chat. Yeah, lurking is fun. Go lurk in the channel. I like lurkers. I'm a lurker. I lurk in people's channels. So come, hang out. It'll be fun. Um, but yes, we will be doing Fortnite on Saturday afternoon. And then Tuesday evening, 3.3 drops. That's right. We will be spending money because the Wanderer is hitting the shop. We will be rolling for him, or trying to roll for him to see if we can get him. Um, so yes, come tune in, listen to me do that, have fun with that. Um, and just follow the channel, hang out and chat, check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbollinsward or linsward.rockradioshow.com and follow me on the Twitter, like I said, at linsward. Don't forget to check out our very fine sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on wildtalkradio.com and we will see you later. Till then, bye. Wildtalkradio.com